All right, if you want to open your Bibles to Luke 2, I'll camp out there. We'll talk a little bit about that in a second. Uh, But uh, Ron Hamilton, who is probably most popularly known because he became Patch the Pirate, which if you don't know who that is, maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. He sang a bunch of musical songs for kids that uh, presented some sort of gospel. Anyway, um, he wrote a song called Born to Die. And I thought, man, I should really sing that to you. And then I thought, no, we may not have the rights. And then I said, well, if I sang, it would be so poorly done that no one would confuse it with the actual (laughs) copyrighted musical piece and we'd be okay. But then I said, well, then that would kind of defeat the point. So anyway, he sang a song called Born to Die. And it talks about how the entire reason that Jesus was born is because he had to die. Um, So while we're celebrating the birth of Christ, we need to recognize what is the purpose of that birth. And I don't mean like what is the reason for the season. People put up signs about that. Or did Jesus really, was he really born near the winter solstice? Um, Maybe not. And you probably have your own opinions on that. And it doesn't matter if some seminary student is going to tell you something in a brief homily, as Barbara taught me to say, uh, uh, that, uh, you know, you're not going to answer it there. But why did Jesus have to come? Because when God created the world, he created it. uh, He was, you know, he's a perfect ruler, creator, king, created things. And he kept saying they were good until he got to man. And then he said it was very good. And so when God created humans, it was very good. And so you say, well, what's the problem? Well, man rebelled. Um, uh, We sinned, uh, Adam sinned. And if you don't think you would have... uh, you probably have an issue with pride. Um, but, um, and I, I, you know, and, you know, we, we are lawless and, and, and we, break, we, we break the law of God every day. And I don't want to belabor this point because Pastor Benefield talked on Sunday about how without condemnation, there's no need for grace. We have to recognize that there's a need. And once we recognize that need, the beautiful story of God coming to earth as a baby, not as he will in the future, uh, but coming as a baby that was presented here today with a Cabbage Patch Kid, I think it was fantastic. Um, that story is so simple. Now, if you don't believe me, there's a, there's a football game coming up in a little bit. You can ask my wife. They'll have like a four-hour pregame show for the Super Bowl. And then they'll have the Super Bowl, and it'll take however long it takes. And, and, that's, and that's the thing. We, we try to build up stories. But if you read with me in, in Luke 2, uh, it's, in its simplicity is the story. It's, it's, you know, we have a Bible, and this is the center point of the Bible, not in terms of, you know, open in the middle and, you know, not the mathematical center, but the 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 thesis of the whole Bible comes down to Jesus coming to earth. And so in Luke 2, I, um, you know, they kind of did some of this, so I could probably skip it, but I'll, I'll go ahead and start at verse 1. It says, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria, and all went to be taxed, every man into his own city. And Joseph went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was the house of lineage of David. We'll get to that in a second. To be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. 
And so it was, while they were there, the days were accomplished that they should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. Now, you may have heard that before. Maybe it's the first time you've heard it. I don't know. But I do know that that's a very short, simple story. And in the simplicity of it, there's, there's truth oozing out of it. And it talks about how Jesus came to earth. And he didn't come. There wasn't a big trumpet. We, we, a lot of times we, we hear about Jesus coming again and we think, you know, there will be shouts and every eye shall see him, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Maybe you've heard those verses. But when we, when we talk about him coming the first time, it wasn't with a shout. It wasn't with grandeur. It was simple in a manger, and he came. And when you want to think about how it could have been, you can keep reading. And there were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were sore afraid. Some of you may be reading in a different version and see the word terrified, which we may overuse that. But to me, I hear sore afraid. I think, oh my goodness, that's, that's pretty extreme. And it says, one angel, the angel of the Lord, one angel came, the glory of the Lord shone about him, and shepherds were afraid. Now, we may not think of shepherds in the same realm as they did then. They were people who weren't eligible to testify in court. It's important to me because, you know, I have a law degree. Uh, But they they were not people who were like the attorneys who sit at a desk and sip coffee all day or whatever. These were the tough guys of the day. Um, you know, they, you know, it talks about David. We said it was the house of the lineage of David. Some of the stories of David are he killed lions and tigers and bears. Okay. And, uh, but, but I mean, this is, this is what David really did. And that, was, that, that is the work of a shepherd. So shepherds, these were not weak people. These were not, these were not people like me who hear one noise and jump you know, as both inches off the ground I can get. Um, these, these were tough guys. Uh, they, they were not afraid of things coming in from out. And it says, one angel appeared, the glory of the Lord shone about, round about him, and they were terrified. They were tremendously scared. So think of this. The tough guys you know, working in the field, ready for lions or tigers or bears to come in. And, and instead, they see one angel, the glory of the Lord shone around, around about him, and they're terrified. And then, if you keep reading, it doesn't get better for them. It says, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And there shall be a sign unto you, and you shall find him wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. That's the good part. Then it says, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God. So it wasn't just this one angel that scared them to death. That angel scared them to death, and then a multitude of them came. And this is how a lot of us think, man, that's maybe how Jesus should have come. You know, like, come, everyone sees, and it scares everybody to death. Um, and that, you know, that there may be... Uh, there, then there may be a call for that when we talk about Jesus coming again. But 
in this story, the shepherds are a key part of the story to us, but they came after the baby was born. The baby was already wrapped in clothes, and the shepherds came, and they followed a star. Um, but they had been heard the story, much like, what was it, boy number three? <laughs> the very famous boy number three uh, saw in the story today how uh, seeing the story was persuasive. And to the shepherds, it was persuasive. And as we are going out in the world today, the thing that we can do that is persuasive is tell the story of Jesus. Tell what he has done. And we know that when he came, the reason he came was so that he could pay for our sins with the body and blood with the, that we just celebrate with the Lord's table. And this is the story of Christmas. This is the center point between when we recognize that we are sinful and in need of a savior. Yes. And when Jesus pays for that sin, the point was he had to come and take our place and live the perfect life that we could not. And that is what we're celebrating today when we celebrate Christmas. Amen. And we're celebrating that, that the perfect life came to earth, put on skin and dwelt among us. Mm. And so when we talk about how we can spread the gospel, go out, we're going to exemplify that in a little bit with an object lesson of lights. I think I've gone over my five minutes. Um, <laughs> five and a half, maybe. Um, but uh, so that, that is the story of Christmas that we need to celebrate. And that is what we're going to do. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a word of closing prayer. I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Travis, and he's going to tell us how we are going to celebrate going out with lights. So pray with me, please.